Hello and welcome to episode 101, take deux, and ironically I'm with a different person this time. You want to explain what happened last time? Because I wasn't here. So we recorded an entire episode, no audio, and I don't know how it happened because I didn't change anything right now, like it was literally the same. So all I could think of is maybe there was a mistake with the connection, or I do know when I would switch from scene to scene, so for those of you watching live or on the YouTube, I'm on Andrew's face right now. When I switched to that <laughs> Get camera, off of my face. Well, when I switched to it last time, it was on a scene from the previous time we recorded episode 100. So we want to welcome everyone. want to say um, uh, thank you all for going to all of our social media pages, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. Uh, make sure to go to the Pod Bros Network, podbros.com. They've been posting all over Facebook. Um, and also, for those of you listening, um, I know some people are wondering, we are on Spotify. So uh, if you want to listen to us on Spotify, I know that's really popular. Um, just because people, they have their little streams and they end up going on there. So go to Spotify, the search FOMOcast. Uh, we're on there. And then also uh, make sure to go to all of our other places you can find us, Apple Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't know how much longer iTunes, but I know iTunes is going to go down eventually. What? Yeah, they eventually said that they're no longer is no longer oh, iTunes is no longer like a thing on the iPhone. It's gonna be. So what's gonna happen on my music? So I think they want everyone just to go straight to like there was some weird thing like they said about not buying music anymore. Like they, oh you just get the 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 stop buying music. <laughs> they literally said like you could just get the the down what do they call it the um unlimited music per month. It's like nine. Oh Apple Music. Yeah, get Apple Music. So. Uh, maybe it's, it might just be a rebranding thing because people don't sync their stuff anymore with a cable to their computer. So it is kind of outdated technology. But I will say I have come into a problem because um, when I was out of town, I kept getting this notification that I couldn't figure out what it was. Well, all of my music that I uploaded to my iTunes, it won't connect anymore because I haven't updated on the computer. Oh, yeah. So I have to do that. So, uh, But, yeah, go to all of our places uh, and um, – Thank you, Timothy Mendoza, for um, he went to ride Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland, shared a video to our uh, social media pages, which we do have a group, which is um, a little bit more popular because you can post your own. No, but you can when you post an article or something like that, it goes to everyone can see it. Whereas when you go to a page on Facebook, only you can see what we share as uh moderators you can't see what other people share to the page we have a fomo cast group there's a group and so it's how many people are in that group is it um, you and tim <laughs> no it's uh, it's like 70 people what i think 70 people in the group um i'll tell you right now so go to is it like those fake accounts though it's not real people right <laughs> no it's legitimate people well the thing was is everyone was like when you're gonna have a group because i think people feel like too look oh i shared this it got on the podcast you know what i mean are you telling me there's 70 people that listen to this podcast? I don't know if they actually listen. <laughs> they just want to. They just want to be part of the group. Well, no, because they don't listen. I, a lot of the groups do have. We have 82 members. No. Yeah, but like, so this guy right here, like a couple of my see that guy right there. My mom's in this in the group, <laughs> but she doesn't listen. She doesn't does listen. She? <laughs> no. But like, um, okay, this, this is starting so, to make more um, sense. This is Jacob from um, Radio Underland. And, you know, I go on their podcast from time to time. So, you know, I know he listens and he shares stuff. Got Ian Riley, uh, who's actually um, a part of uh, That's Delightful, which is on the Pod Bros Network. Great podcast. It gets a little bit political. I just found out there's a Jean-Claude Van Damme podcast. On our on, network. On the network. Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme cast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I talked about it a bunch of times. 
Yeah, they're, they're pretty. They're, they're, it's, it's all of the podcasts on my network are super lighthearted. Like you think you're getting into something serious, but they're fun. I mean, Kapowcast, there's one of them on there, and on their Facebook, they're always like unboxing like figurines. They're just, they're just kind of cool, you know. It's just it's fun. So, um, so let's start. We're gonna save so your little. Call your moms. Tell them to join the FOMO cast. Join the FOMO Facebook cast Facebook group. group. Go listen to us on Spotify. Uh, and you know, and uh, actually, the only person listening to us right now on Spotify is is uh, Jeremy. Uh, he's from Florida. One of our so- my social club members from Florida. And he's like, dude, I I listen to everything on Spotify. Can you put it on there? So I was like, man, I'll try, man. I don't know how hard hard it is. Twenty minutes later, it's on Spotify. I'm like, well. I guess anyone gets on Spotify now. So, all, all right. right. Well, this one's for you, Jerry. Well, Jeremy. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but what it, what actually it is is um so Spotify is going to be buying the Ringer network cuz they're trying to expand on their podcast network cuz here's the thing. Let's say best case scenario we get some free stuff out of doing this podcast. That's the best we're going to do. We're not recording every day. We're not Some liquid death. Right. Liquid death. That'd be awesome. But most of the people don't make a living unless you're Joe Rogan. But what they're doing is, is if you have a huge array of content, how many more advertisers come to Spotify? So that's what they're trying to do right now. Um, so let's talk about, first of all, we, we big one we talked about was Sonic for the longest time, about the changes they made, all the things like that. Do you think because of the rave reviews and how it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomato, which we yeah, don't believe in, I just how do you, uh, how yeah, do you feel so about it? I know it? how we feel about Rotten Tomatoes, but I just looked – Earlier tonight, 94% from <coughs> audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, 67 from critics, I think, but no one cares about critics. Yeah, grip it and rip it. <laughs> Liquid death. Um, <coughs> oh, yeah, there we go. It is so, liquid death. Um, but do you, do you think... So, for me personally, the critics don't care. I don't care about the critics' uh, advice when, or uh, reviews when it comes to... Um, cult classic type of, type of movie. So you get like Star Wars, you get anything, even like Star Trek, because there are so much. There's so much that goes into the the, the lore that can go wrong. Um, but I'm trying to think. So do you think that? Well, it's a video game. I they're, f- not, they're not. They're not going to like it. I feel like I disagree a lot, even with the audience reviews. So I, I it's True. hard to go off of those for me, at least. Maybe that's just personal. No, no, but. no. It's for me too because um, there was one movie I can't even remember what it was, and then I felt like a, a jerk. Like, oh, I like this movie. What's wrong with me? And then all of a sudden, like people are like, oh, I love that movie, and everyone, everyone around me is like, oh, I love that movie, and I'm like, so something's not adding up. So, for those of you that wonder why we don't like it, if you're look, watching on YouTube, um, just wh- whatever your favorite movie is that you can remember before Rotten Tomato became, came in, go look at the review of it. And now, when you see a movie come out, always, always look up and see, because it's owned by Fandango. See who's a primary sponsor of, on Fandango websites, all that kind of stuff, and then look who made the movie. Because if anything ties to it, for for some reason... The movies do worse on Rotten Tomato. So what do you think people are loving about this movie? If they are. Um, from what I've heard, they said the graphics are awesome. I guess it is kind of nostalgic. You know, it's 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 Sonic the Hedgehog. Everyone loves Sonic. Um, I grew up watching the cartoons in the in the mornings, and I remember I remember it being kinda like X Men, how it kinda would air out of order. 
And so I always got mad when Tails wasn't involved because Tails was like my favorite sidekick carrier, character of, of anything, like any kind of cartoon show. So I remember watching it and going, man, this is so cool, you know. And I think personally, people were like, they listen to us, so we need to support them. You know what I mean? They're like, they listened to everything we said. They fixed it. The company who did the fixes is out of business now, as we talked about on the last podcast. So it's like we need to show as much support to the community as possible because, I mean, what else do they have? If it does great, people are going to start listening to them. That's what they think, I think. That they think, oh, hey, we made this happen. Now if something else comes out, another movie, like, I I didn't write it down, but I want to get to the sequel to Aladdin, which is not going to be the Return of Jafar copy. I'm mad about that. But whenever another movie comes out that's video game related whatever we they can have a say in it which i'm sure they'll probably get some sort of consultant who has some sort of ties to the accuracy of a game but remind me who's who voices sonic in this movie i don't know is that anyone big i don't think so I don't. I don't uh, think it as is. As we both simultaneously reach for our phones, because <laughs> we're we're professionals like that. <laughs> yeah, professionals that didn't come prepared for. <laughs> no, for because it. I mean, we, Sonic the Hedgehog is. Oh wait, what? No, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, it's John Ralphio uh, Saperstein. Yeah, that's what I know him from. It's John Ralphio. <laughs> yeah, if you watch Parks and Rec, he is. You know who he is. John Ralphio. Yep, John Ralphio Saverstein, and he's one of my favorite characters ever, and also he had a funny little bit he had going on with the guy from Stranger Things, because they looked just alike, and they would uh, mistaking each other, they would get mistaken for each other, and they would basically talk bad about each other, so like if one of them was like, well I kick puppies in the weekends, basically, because they thought it was the other guy, like they switched each other's characters. So speaking of that, now, other I don't know anything else about Sonic, uh, but... Uh, <coughs> he wants those coins. I do know, uh, stick around if you go to see it, there's a deleted... Or not a de- uh, there's a post credit scene. I don't okay. know anything about it. I know, I just saw that someone did a breakdown online of it, of what it could mean. Okay. That's all I know, but stick around after the credits if you want to see that. Alright. If not, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Well, and... Um, I'm trying to think. What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, John Ralphio. He, you know, he was in um, Star Wars too. Uh, God, I don't him and him about and uh, Josh Hader, I think it is, or Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Him and Bill Bill Hader um, were the voice for BB-8. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so okay, I'm gonna get my own little party rip <laughs> of, of liquid death. Um, so I'm I'm trying to think, open it up on there. Um, so I'm trying to think, so what else has he been in that I, so I I like his character. I'm, I'm surprised that he's the main character because you know, what's funny is I I was in a lot of podcasts. He was just on, uh, ID10T and, um, I was like, why is he on this? I'm like, Oh, this is why. Okay. (coughs) Makes sense. Um, now let's go into what I was the most excited for that came out. Uh, Crash Bandicoot's coming to mobile. I played this a lot as the, on, the, <laughs> on the PlayStation One. Oh man! I think I think it was called Warped or Time Warp, something like that. That was one of my favorites. I played this game over and over. 
that was that was played. I mean, honestly, I think uh, what was the the mask? The mask says a uh, uh, or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Oh man, I could always remember that 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 dude showing up when you were doing good, and I'm like, oh man, and that was the first game I can remember me getting super frustrated because. I would be jumping, and I'm like, I didn't go that far. Like, I remember being a kid, just how much how mad I would get, and how much harder. But what I loved about Crash Bandicoot, it wasn't one of those ones where all of a sudden you're like, the difficulty level goes from 2 to 17. It, it logistically, it was one of the first games that was like, oh, you need to use this to do it. So, like, we're going to show you how to jump on these on these barrels or the boxes to get higher to get stuff. So basically it would kind of slowly train you into how to properly use it. So I really liked that part of it. I was like, this is kind of cool. Um, but coming to mobile, I mean, that was like the first thing I was thinking. I'm like, Crash Bandicoot on mobile would be perfect. I mean, they got all these running games where you're just running and jumping. I mean, obviously it's not going to be like the real thing, but I mean, we'll see. Um, you play mobile games on your toilet? No. When you're dropping the deuce? No. Um, when I'm going to the, when I'm using the bathroom, I like to watch. Uh, 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 Clone, well, now I was Clone Wars. Now it's Star Wars Rebels. I'm trying to catch up on everything because they're going to come out with so a new season of something. That's what you think about those shows. <laughs> they're worth my time when I'm on the toilet. Well, no, <laughs> I have my meat man. I'm running around taking care of my kid. Like he goes to bed about seven forty-five, eight o'clock. Oh, what a pain! So. You know, and then we watch shows together to catch up to all these shows that are out there. It's just so hard to keep up with so much streaming stuff. It's just so much to watch. So, you know, which, speaking of which, Clone Wars Season 7 drops on Friday. Um, I didn't know at the time it's going to be one of those ones that drops one episode every Friday. Uh, what a killer. I think it's it's a shortened season, so it's not as many as like the regular show was like twenty two episodes. It's not as many episodes, but still, it's gonna take forever. But what I am so excited about this sounds bad, but in the previews, you see Padme is pretty pregnant, <coughs> so I'm pretty sure we're gonna see Anakin. I have the high ground, so we're gonna get we're still getting we're still getting memes of Anakin. I have the high ground right now. We're gonna get Anakin. I have the high ground till the end of time. Do you feel like those <laughs> scheduled releases, like what they did with The Mandalorian every every Friday, uh, allowed more of a community to, you know, it came out Friday, there's a new <clears throat> meme of Baby Yoda, everyone's talking about the last episode, rather than, here's all the episodes, you binge watch it when you're ready, and everyone's kind of watching it on their own time? I think it gave everyone, it, it, was, it, it was a very... Um, the very first show, which we started the podcast based on, was 13 Reasons Why. That's why we started this podcast, because everyone said they had to binge watch it as fast as possible. And I feel like with this release schedule that they do, it's more engaging. Like, you're getting a lot more, oh, man, what could happen in the next episode? And so everyone has their fan theories. Like, you look at it, <clears throat> I want to say the first, like, Three weeks of the of of the, of the Mandalorian, you saw nothing but it was just uh, theories, spoilers. Like your your feed was nothing but Baby Yoda. It was it was insane, and obviously that's good because I mean my friends were at Disneyland and they all all I see is Baby Yoda everywhere, <laughs> Baby Baby Yoda cups at Starbucks, all this kind of stuff, and 
I think, and the best part for me was, is um, I saw a thing somewhere, someone posted, and they go, I think Baby Yoda is the first thing that everyone universally loves, that they aren't bashing, you know what I mean? Like, it was, there was no toxic fandom, like, people were like, oh, that couldn't happen, you know, blah, 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 and it was almost like George Lucas's whole idea about telling, not telling people where Yoda was from, what his species was, species was worked out like like gangbusters because there's nothing you don't know you don't know anything everything is being so vague it was like everyone says john favreau loves spaghetti westerns and this basically was what that was that show was a space spaghetti western so you know they got a lot of stuff that's coming up from recording and um the one thing i will say about disney plus that i really appreciate is Everyone was bashing, you know, I thought it was legitimate, and then it was legitimate about the delays with the Obi-Wan series, the delays with Hawkeye. And when you look at the reasons for the delays, the reasons for the delays aren't like, oh, so-and-so is fighting. They're like, we want to give you the best content ever, so we're going to make an effort to do that. So the Obi-Wan one, they're like, we got to redo the script because it's too close to the Mandalorian. We need to have a different approach to it. Hey, that's great to me. Hawkeye, they delayed that series because they wanted someone to be in the movie. I can't remember who it was, but they needed a specific actress. They wanted to play a certain character. And they're like, look, we can wait for her. Wait till she frees up. And now, um, I think it records um, this fall or beginning of next year. So there's there's so much opportunity to where, look, there's a ton of content on there. Um, I'm, I want to start watching. My wife likes watching the um, fairy tale. They have the fairy tale weddings on there. They do that. You got all these Imagineering stuff, all the documentaries. There's just so much stuff on there to watch. Plus, you, if you have Disney Plus, unless your kids are of a certain age where they're always watching cartoons, there's plenty of other stuff on Hulu and Netflix. You can keep yourself held over until the other stuff comes up. So, I think Disney Plus is just killing it. I, I have think, not been back on it since the Mandalorian ending. Really? I haven't even opened the app. So I've watched a lot of. Um, I was I was watching. Uh, my son likes to dance, so we put music on on Spotify or we'll put it on other stuff. So I'm like, let me find a cartoon that he might like, and and I was watching Frozen. And I never watched it before. I've seen the live action one at Disneyland, but I never watched the movie. And I'm like, this is dark. Like this is really dark. And I'm like, this. The, I, I don't remember. Then I'm thinking about I'm like, well, the wicked evil stepsisters in Cinderella. That was dark. Um, I mean, Sleeping Beauty. She was put to sleep i mean there's a lot there's a lot of dark stuff yeah but um i've been watching all the star wars rebels um but there is nothing new i guess there's a newer one i've seen but it's directed more towards kids it's like uh the diary of the future diary of a future president i think it's called um but i do know there's a a little bit more adult content coming out but i mean they're legitimately gonna have um WandaVision, which we talked about the commercial for that, and I'm like, that looks a hundred times better than I thought it was going to be. You have the Hawkeye and, um, not Hawkeye, um, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it does have him in the favorite that Falcon as, as Captain America is my favorite Captain America in, uh, uh, the Secret Wars one where it was, (coughs) he was part of, um, they had like a different. It's a comic book, spoiler, whatever, where there was a captain version that he was a part of, Hydra. So, I mean, <coughs> I just, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, 
there's so much ways that it can fail. Because it's true. Because what if the Mandalorian first episode didn't draw everybody in the way it did? <clears throat> what do you do? That was pretty much all they were riding on, I feel like. They got nothing else going for them. That's pretty much it. Look at how many people have canceled to wait until uh it, well, that wasn't as, it wasn't as many it wasn't a real there wasn't a, they don't think they have a real number they're not I mean, gonna i believe it i didn't cancel it but i i have not been back on it since for for me personally my kid loves mickey mouse so much it's gonna be i'm gonna, I'm gonna be a lifer but i have a feeling what the, what's gonna end up happening i heard it on a podcast it was pretty 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 accurate the basically what's going to end up happening is the same thing that's happening with companies buying companies. Someone's going to see a streaming service start to fail and they're going to go, well, I like that aspect of it. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to put it on my streaming service. So they're pushing ESPN plus pretty hard. I don't think they've done very good because people have said when they first got ESPN plus, it was so glitchy, so bad, but that all it was, was they were never planning on anyone paying for ESPN Plus. It was always meant to draw people in to the Hulu deal with Disney Plus because ESPN Plus was a way to test for Disney Plus. So we'll see what happens. I think if you have a bad episode, that's the other problem too. Our short attention spans are like, I got seven shows on the DVR. You got one chance to draw me in. Instead of, it used to be, I'll give them three or four weeks. You know, We'll see how this goes on this show. Um, plus you got to think like my, my wife gets mad cause I have certain shows where I'm like, I can't suspend my dis- disbelief enough to, to keep going with this show. Um, and if you watch long enough and it ruins it, speaking of which Titus, you're not here. You have plans at eight. Apparently you just woke up from a nap, an allergy nap. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he had made a good point. So we talked about it on the episode that didn't have any audio. Thanks to me. Um, how he watched the, he went back and started watching the walking dead again and he couldn't do it because everything's so in the end ruins stuff so much. So I feel like these shows don't even get that chance. It's all about, you better go off. I mean, obviously you're going to have the diehards who love Marvel, who love star Wars, who love anything, whatever they're going to create. They're going to keep watching it. But I do feel like Disney is going to be one of those ones where it's like, you got 10 episodes, you don't do it. See you later. I have a hard time getting into new shows. <clears throat> the only one that I watched recently that I was like, oh my god, this is the, the show Deputy is so good. It's really good. I was surprised because I'm like, eh, let's see what happens. What's this about? It's a rogue cop. He's every rogue cop. He's not. It's actually like he's supposed to be like a super redneck in LA, but he's like pro pro uh like he's anti-immigration raids stuff like that so like it's like you know what i mean like they're trying to make a contrasting person that you're yeah. intrigued by like oh he, he seems like he's you know not by the book but he's also pro the person like he's all about the person so there's shows like that that man i'm on it especially like spinoff shows i'm like oh yeah you know it's gonna be good all the chicago shows they get kind of redundant though like the me and the wife were sitting on there and we were we watched chicago med first and uh it's been about a month since the episode aired but it was like oh this kid's vaping he's vaping secretly and he has a lung condition and we're like oh you gotta be kidding me what was the first one we watched we watched that one then next week new amsterdam kid comes in the hospital i look at the wife i go i bet you he's been vaping sure enough he was vaping 
next week after that, my wife watching Grey's Anatomy. And we look at her and I go, third time's a charm. Kids going to come in. I said before the show even started, I bet you anything someone's going to come in from vaping. Sure enough, kid was secretly vaping. And I'm like, what is going on three weeks apart? I'm like, what, what is this? It's not creative. And that, that draws me out. That'll, that kicks me out sometimes. If I'm sitting there and watching it, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to watch something on my phone. I mean, what's the point of watching this show? They're literally, I know what the kid's going to have wrong with them. He doesn't do that. And then every single one, too, this is the crazy part. It wasn't even the, 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 what happened to him. It was to the T of the parents said, oh, he doesn't do that anymore. All three of them said, well, he was using that to kick, quit the habit of smoking. All of them under the age of 18. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, vaping's not as bad. And then one of them, I think the dad actually was smoke, was vaping, whatever. And I was just kind of like, this is, okay, look, I got three shows that are on the, on the cusp now. I don't know. You know, so, and I feel like Law and Order, even like Law and Order SVU, they had to bring back an old character to try and. Is that show still going? Yeah, strong, wow. strong. Yeah, I think ever since they canceled the other ones, it kind of made people want to keep watching. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, hey, you know what? There's one left. Let's keep it going. There's one left. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this new Disney release. I'm excited. Let us know how you feel on the Facebook group, facebook.com. Uh, just uh, search out FOMOcast, and you'll see the group page with 82 members. Uh, probably more after you hear this, maybe. Who knows? Um, and let us know there. Let us know on the YouTube and, the, and down below. Uh and we'll discuss, you know, anything you want to talk about, any kind of show that you like, because I like hearing new shows. Because in all, in all honesty, one day sometimes, sometimes we can go through four episodes of a show, and all of a sudden we got nothing left. And we know the summer is going to catch up. Speaking of which, Hulu, um, I hope they watch this. I'm mad at them because some of the shows they don't leave any of the episodes up. They just as soon as the one that is, is has aired, they'll leave up like one for the week, and then they won't be up there anymore. They they cycle shows. Yep. Their episodes. Yep. Yeah. So like the Bachelor, that only has the current week's episodes up or there. Sometimes they'll do like five or six at a time. Right. And, and then, then when a new it'll episode say expiring. comes out, the mm-hmm. oldest one comes on. And uh, for those of you that don't know, if you are binge watching a show to catch up, make sure you look at the uh, actual other episodes because it'll say expiring soon, and we'll tell you how many days we were doing that with New Amsterdam. We we're trying to catch up, and. There's a big cliffhanger at the end of the season we didn't know about, and we just walk into chaos in the first episode. My wife's like, Google it, Google it. I'm pausing, and I'm like, oh, my God, all this stuff happened. What the heck? <clears throat> Speaking of, and that's the show. We lost interest, and now we're back into it. So uh, what we haven't gone back into is The Resident, even though two of the people in it are one of my favorite people on um, <clears throat> late night TV. I haven't gone back into it, though. Uh we everyone saw the Stranger Things uh, season four um, trailer. I didn't. I know you I didn't. It up, but I also haven't seen Stranger Things. So, well, I think I've seen half of season two. So I, I, ha- I haven't watched the last season. <coughs> All I know is that um, if you have, if you watched it, it's a teaser. It's not very long, but. Um, the sheriff's in the gulag, apparently. I don't know how that happened. Uh, that but... sentence means nothing to me. <laughs> you know the gulag. No, I don't. <coughs> Whoa, I was like, You can be making Whoa. that up. The gulag is like where they used to send the Russians. Like, it's a, it's pr- it's a, like a Russian prison type of situation. Oh. It's like the worst worst conditions. You're doing manual labor. 
shows him in the snow, and he's basically, you know, doing work. He was like a hopper, Russian was supposed to be internment dead. camp. Basically, ex- okay. exactly, yeah. So uh, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna start probably binge watching season three um, next couple of weeks. And when does season four come out? Uh, it hasn't. They haven't released it yet, but okay. it'll probably be summertime ish because it was usually uh, uh, July August. Uh, same time as probably Thirteen Reasons Why. Because for some reason they want to just throw out freaking three shows at once and say, "Hey, have fun." Um, so we talked about this a little bit. So the Fury Road sequel. Um, I need to go back and rewatch this. I do too. Um, people love uh, this movie. I hear people hype it up all the time. I'm always concerned because I'm like, I I like it. It's good, but I got so much hype from it ahead of the time and i'm like um why does he not talk that much see i saw it before all the hype so i had no expectation Mm -hmm. i I don't remember anything special about it i don't remember liking it or hating it it was was right right. that's what i remember but it's been a long time since it came out what i remember they've they've been asking for a sequel for a while yeah i remember it won a crazy amount of uh, Academy Awards, but it was all production, production and stuff like that, like right? Sound mixing and stuff. like it that. It was like it was that production. It was like like set design, um, costume. I believe was one of them too. Yeah. Like it was a lot of the um, the supporting stuff that we did so well. Um, and the craziest part is like it's already been said. Like Charlize Theron has already said she probably won't be in the sequel because they want to keep it almost true to the Mad Max type of system where there's like it almost felt like it was their own individual movies where you didn't have to watch all of them to know what's going on was that tom hardy in that tom movie? hardy was in yeah in uh fury road they made fun of him because he had a mask on the first part of it and like yeah. this guy in his mask man so we'll see what happens um happy news of coach bombay coming back from mighty ducks is it emilio estevez yes it is yeah. he is back it showed him they, they posted we posted on our um facebook group a photo of him with a bunch of kids on the ice. Because so I guess he loves hockey. He's pretty good at hockey, skating, and all that stuff like that. Oh, the actual Emilio Estevez? Emilio really is, yeah. Um, it's people like him, like him. Um, what's the Kiefer Sutherland's really good ice skater. Justin Bieber. They're all pretty good ice skaters, being, them being Canucks. Emilio Estevez, I don't know why he's good at it, but... Um, I was curious how how old he is. He's 57. <clears throat> so he's not, not too old. He could still be a coach. Yeah, exactly. And they said everyone's back except for um, uh, Goldberg won't be back. Oh, have you seen him? He was someone, in he got busted in Sacramento. Someone showed me a picture of him. He's recently. real bad, man. Oh, he looks terrible. That's why they say it was um, drugs are bad. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I'm excited about that because he kind of man that was a movie growing up as a kid. Man, I remember having D2 uh, Mighty Ducks. Um, VHS, man. Yeah, we had the VHS. Oh, man, it was the best ever. Yeah, he's bad, man. Yeah, he got busted up in Roseville. Oh, really? That's where he was. Broke into someone's car in the garage, and they arrested him. They're like, do you know whose car is it? It's not mine. And he was just out of it, so it's sad. Um, We had a couple things before we get to Andrew's reviews. We got a first look at Venom 2. In uh, the villain, who is played by Woody Harrelson, who is going to be Carnage, and uh, his name's Cletus Cassidy. 
that's the name of the character. And then we also got a first look at the um, Batman uh, costume. I saw a little bit. It's it's the typical one they always share. That that there's just it's just like a silhouette, but it has like a, a like a color over it, so you can't tell the real color of the outfit. You assume it's black. You hope it's black, but it is like a it's like red is all bathed over it, and you can see like just the the form fittingness of it. Um, Zoe Kravitz is in it, and apparently, like she legitimately has said, like the, I'm so super happy to be working on this with. Robert Pattinson. So, I mean... She's Catwoman, yeah. She's Catwoman, yeah. Selena Kyle, yep. So, I'm excited for that. Uh, Venom 2, I'm going to wait because there's so many rumors flying around that Tom Holland was seen on set and all these little things. But you never know. It could be a five-second thing. It could be a, hey, Tom Holland can be on set as Peter Parker, but he can't be Spider-Man kind of thing. You never know what they're going to do with the negotiations on that end. Um, But they did... uh, Sony does have a deal with Marvel MCU. So you don't know how that's going to affect everything because they, Spider-Man and Venom are on the same thing, but I believe they didn't want to bring them into the universe. So there's this whole complicated kind of thing. So I'm waiting to look at anything. Um, And the last thing, this was debated in the Facebook group, actually a couple of us. Cause one guy was like, Oh, they're rebooting planet of the apes. Why? And I'm like, well, I guess they got to get it right. But it feels like so they had the Mark Wahlberg reboot reboot yes. that no, yeah. didn't go anywhere. Oh, I kind of <clears> liked it, but it didn't go anywhere. They only had one, oh, right? Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Then they did the second reboot with uh, James Franco, and it felt like the first one did great, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's it. And then all of a sudden, the second one came out, and everyone was kind of like, wait, what? This is still a thing. Um, I know Woody Harrelson got a lot of praise for his. Um, role i think was the third one because there was three wasn't there yeah yeah. i think it was the third one where he played like this general and everyone's like oh man he's amazing in this um if you haven't watched him in three billboards outside ebbing missouri youtube or twitch or spotify or anywhere we're at you need to watch three board three billboards outside ebbing missouri because his role in that is fantastic um but i mean honestly why is it just because it's a reboot culture right now I guess I feel like that's, that's all that's happening. I'm I'm not against it. Uh, I, I'd be open to seeing a new interpretation of. I think there's so many cool ways to do that that uh, apocalyptic type of story. Mm-hmm. You know, not just Planet of the Apes, but any story that's, right. that's that you know post-apocalypse type thing. Oh, what's the one that I watched? There was it was like in London. And, um, oh, it was my favorite movie for the longest time. And they, what they did was they used, uh, what's her face? Um, Mila Jovovich, I think it was. Cause that's when, um, she was super popular in the, uh, Resident yeah. Evil movies. Oh, what's it called? Watch, I'm going to tell you right now. And you're not going to, most people don't even remember this movie. It's a, it's a post-apocalyptic. It's post-apocalyptic, um, and it's basically like it's not an like people people had like a sickness, but it didn't make them into zombies or anything like that. It just they just died, and that's what happened. And so when people hear it, they're like, "What?" Because I remember watching this like I wore out the DVD because it was just like a cool idea about how um, people people were still like okay, like they would go in there. 
and they would live. So it was like a new whole, like, what would you call it? Like a, oh man, was it not her? Future World. I can't remember the name of it now. Now it's going to bug me. So it was like filmed like in London and it was like a whole area was walled off. Quarantined. It was a quarantined area. Maybe it wasn't her. Who's the girl from, I'm thinking of then, I bet you it's the other girl from, um, what's the vampire movies? Oh, Kate Beckinsale. Was it, maybe it's Kate Beckinsale. Because they all were coming out, because she had the underworld, so they were all popular at the same time. I just remember watching this, and basically the premise is, so people don't, don't, I'm not traveling on. I want to know what this is. (laughs) The premise is is it's basically people have the gene in their blood that um, you won't get it. So basically, you won't get like sick. Some people are immune to it. Some people are immune to it. Not contraband. Total Recall. Stoneheart. Man, I don't know what it is then. It's not them two. It's some other some other girl who looks just like both of them. I have it on DVD somewhere, and I know I I was like it was like my go-to. I would watch it like crazy. It came out about the same time as um, uh, what's the driving one? The prison driving one? Uh, Death Race. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Is it not uh, Doomsday? 28 Days Later comes up a no, lot. No, 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 no. Everyone loves that dead air. I can't... What is it? Oh, my God. Cars and female lead. I bet you it's the first one I'm going to Google right now. How cool would that be? What? So, the Book of Eli... That's a good uh, post-apocalyptic one. Contagion comes up. It's not contagion. There's not like they don't even really fo- they don't focus on the sickness. That's the key thing for this one is, um, see, but see, they they say the best, and it's not going to be on under the best. Which I like the fact that the Book of Eli is number one. That's that's like one of my favorite ones like that. Oh, and the postman's up there too. Wait, Waterworld number ten? Number ten? Yeah. That's weird. It's not scorched earth. Now it's gonna be bugging me. Rain of Fire is another good one right there. Yeah, I like Rain of the Fire. Dragon one. Yeah. That one's really, really good. And Mortal Engines is on here too. I don't know how that made it up there. That came out... Wait, Mortal Engines came out two years ago? God, man. The time is flying by. So, well, well I'll look this up. Let's go into our next yeah, part so we can delay it. I need to so know what this movie it. is that you're talking about. Um, let's go into your review of Parasite while I look. Yeah, Parasite. Uh, this is a Korean movie. Uh, you have to pay attention because it's subtitled. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, this won the Palme d'Or. This is the the highest award at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And I actually first heard about it. Uh, Jenna Fisher, Pam from The Office. Uh, if you listen to The Office Ladies podcast, she had mentioned it before I heard anything about it. She said she really? loved it. Yeah, that was the first time I heard about it. And then I started realizing that it won the awards, and then it makes uh, you know Academy news. Uh, I think it was nominated, right? Uh, for... Oh, it, it won Best Picture. Oh, it did win. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, uh, man, you watch the trailer, it doesn't tell you anything about it, which is kind of good. It's There's some unexpected stuff. It, it's hard to explain what it's about. And I don't think you want to know what it's about. I think it's best to go into it not knowing anything. And I agree, it's, I agree it's with just, that, yeah. It's an, it's an uncomfortable movie, not in a bad way, <laughs> but it makes you real uneasy even when just normal stuff is happening, it's it's just done in a really good way that, you know, th- things that don't stand out to you, but, but looking back on it now, uh, wow, that was really, uh, that was really impressive the way they can make you feel a certain way uh, just by, just by the way the movie's done. I don't know how else to explain it. I've never seen anything like it. Well, it's, they, it's a they, crazy they, movie. There was some funny stuff because they were, always, they're, they were talking about how they go, Look, this guy that won, they go, he's a genius. And what was really funny was um, when he won, he got two Oscars. I think he got Best Director, too. And then they go, what's the first thing you do with two Oscars? And he makes them kiss, and everyone's like, see, he's a regular dude. So um, it was really cool. I really, I really, really liked it. Uh, I've like I really liked the guy. He seemed like he was like a down to earth person. Um, he brought his translator with him, so that was kind of cool of him, you know, just trying to, you know, he, they were really happy, you know. And he he said something in the interview was when's award season over because I don't like having to wear suits, something like that. So so you watch that. There and- is one. There is one moment in this movie. I won't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not a super horror, scary movie, anything like that. But there is one moment in it, and it's just, I don't know if it's the way they shot it, the way it's designed. I got I just got chills right now thinking about it. Really, there is one moment in this movie. If people watch it, I want them to comment on the Facebook page and the group, whatever. I want to know if other people know what scene i'm talking if about they, if they, if they felt scene, the okay. same way because this one scene i i don't even know if it was meant to be this scary that's why i'm curious how other people felt this i i could have nightmares about this one scene and i don't think it's that scary there's just something when i when i picture this this one moment in the movie I, it creeps me out it still gives me chills and well, i want to know if other people know what scene i'm talking so go to the facebook yeah go to the facebook group and let us know um and so then now that we can know about parasite how do you feel about the other movie you watched which is once Once upon upon a time time in hollywood Hollywood, yeah i keep wanting to say mexico (laughs) the simplest way to put it if you love tarantino you probably love this movie if you don't like him you probably won't like the movie okay um uh, one of the big things is if you don't know about uh, Roman Polanski, Sharon Tate, the Manson family, if you don't know this whole history, you're gonna be lost. <laughs> this movie will make no sense right, to you. Right. Um, if you Which want to watch if, it, even if you know history, it's a little. Yeah. If you want to watch it, I would look up all that history. If you don't know it already, look up that whole story and and learn about it first. And then even so. 
he took a real historical event and and twisted it and and changed the reality of it and that always kind of it puts me in a weird headspace right. to see something that is kind of real because he's using real people real names right almost taking real events but then he's tweaking them and changing the the history of things right so so the, that, that those that don't, with that don't know it involves the sharon tate um and charles manson and uh bruce lee has a part in it bruce lee's in it yeah. um, well, not the real bruce lee right <laughs> but there's a lot of characters who are in it that are real were real people so everyone's saying well he did the quentin tarantino thing but here's the problem is that with today's society with the way that things are portrayed it is hard for someone to not just be like oh yeah it's just a movie people are going to believe it and it's going to i think it does some damage i mean obviously if you go to a tarantino movie you expect tarantino it is what it is but all I know is that it's getting rave reviews. Um, here's another instance where if Andrew was the kind of person who went to watch a movie and read the reviews and you're like, oh, it's going to be great, you'd be sorely, <laughs> sorely disappointed. Yeah. Actually, uh, this was my my aunt had actually uh, told me to watch this. She, she loved it. She said, you got to watch it. Uh, she was like, I love Brad Pitt in it. Who I actually do enjoy his. They said he's really good in it. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like. I always like Brad. And Pitt. now Andrew doesn't. doesn't have an aunt anymore. <laughs> I called her. We had a long, we had a long conversation <laughs> about this movie, and so she's obviously older than me. Uh, she explained it as it was this golden era in in Hollywood, right? And and she said it brought her back to that time. Well, I mean, and she really liked the nostalgia of it. To me, I don't care about that. There is no story to this movie. There's one scene that doesn't connect to a next scene that doesn't connect to a next scene. It's Tarantino took a bunch of scenes. That all take place in the same universe and put them together. There's no story. Well, and I, from all. what I've heard is it's very accurate to the point of because it play, Brad Pitt plays Leonardo DiCaprio's stunt double, correct? Yes. And they said that it was legitimately like this is how it was in the golden era where you, you, as the stunt double you became just as famous as the person performing the acts because everyone knew you were the stunt double for them because you would hang out together. You're always together on set, kind of thing. It's not like today where they're just cgi or a stand-in kind of thing so they said it was accurate to that point alone just the way everything was shot like his way of i think that's what he's really good at is he's good at showing things inside of a thing inside of a thing that's what he's good at he's not good i don't you know i never watched that was it the magnificent seven whatever it is yeah i never watched that and i heard people said there's a lot of historical inaccuracies accuracies to that as well um so i mean I think going into it the way you did, though, was good. But I think your aunt being the way she was kind of, you know, it does dilute the accuracy of how you would feel about it. Because, I mean, some people might love it. And how old, because is she old enough to know what was going on? She wasn't, was she around for that? Yeah, 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 she was. So she was around in the 60s. Wait, wait, was that the year that that happened? That was not that long ago. Wasn't it? Maybe 70s. When Sharon Tate was murdered? Oh, yeah. you know what? It was 69 when she was yeah. murdered. Yeah. 
Sure. So she like my my mom was nine. My mom was <laughs> nine when it happened. I don't want to. I don't want to say how old she is. I guess. No, yeah, it's fine. But the that. thing is, like, people don't know. So if you look into deeper into the Charles Manson stuff, so the one thing I don't like about the inaccuracies were that he wasn't a crazy person. He was far from a crazy person. He was mad that nobody would want to work with him. He has song accreditation on some of the Beach Boys' biggest songs. He wrote music for the Beach Boys. And somebody wouldn't give him his break, so he got mad. He wasn't going there to. He was, I guess, whoever owned the house he was before for the producer bef- that was there to live there who before had, had produced some Beach Boys right, albums before Sharon Tate and, and Roman, Roman Polanski lived there, and so, bam, killed her, and that's all you hear about was that, and also the fact that he had a swastika on his forehead. But in reality, it wasn't a swastika to start off with. It was an X because they were saying that they're they don't matter because they were treat the whole cult thing, everything. You know, I I listened to a lot of podcasts about it, and I think that was a that was kind of a dangerous thing for him to take on. You know what I mean? Because Charles Manson's like Americana. It's like Jonestown, um, uh, <laughs> the pump going off, uh, Georgetown, Jonestown, um, and Charles Manson are like peak. You know, 60s, you know. Isn't that when the Jonestown happened was in the 60s, too, I think? I don't know about that. I can't remember, but there's a lot of stuff that happened, and, you know, you you, you, you want to kind of caution people. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a story about this and see how this goes, and I don't know, man. I'm just I, – I want to go see that, but I'm right now I'm waiting. I want to go watch Birds of Prey Yeah. because now it's not even called that anymore. They changed the name. From what I understand, it's still it's Birds of Prey and the something no, stupid. No, they changed it again. No, it's, it's still... called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey now. They're changing the name. Did they leave in the fantabulous nope, they emancipation? How, how can Harley you change Quinn. a movie because title when you they, have they it? apparently they're saying that the people these people aren't going to watch it is because they didn't know what the movie was. From what I understand, calling it Birds of Prey was pretty inaccurate anyway because it's a Harley Quinn movie, is what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, it is. And the Birds of Prey make a cameo appearance. Yeah, but that's how most of those are. I mean, they were pushing to to make I, they they knew they had. I think personally, they knew that because. Margot Robbie was so great in Suicide Squad. She was the kind of highlight that they're like, well, we're going to ride with her for now. So, um, And I did find the movie. It was Doomsday. Oh, okay. It was Doomsday. And this is the synopsis. So, um, a lethal virus spreads throughout Scotland, infecting millions and killing hundreds of thousands. To contain the threat... Acting authorities brutally quarantine the country as it succumbs to fear and chaos. The quarantine is successful. Three decades later, the Reaper virus violently resurfaces in London. An elite group of specialists, including Eden Sinclair, is urgently dispatched into Scotland to retrieve a cure by any means necessary. Shut off from the rest of the world, the unit must battle through a landscape that has become a waking nightmare. Um, And this is the girl I was talking about, so... Uh, that's who was the main character. So would you see Kate Beckinsale or something like that being confused when she was younger? I gotta find her a picture of her from the movie. Is that not um, the doctor from Deep Blue Sea? Is that her? Um, we'll see. Deep Blue Sea. She was in the fight. What's her name? Um, Mitra. She doesn't look like she's Is that it? One name? Scene. Like Madonna? 
Uh, uh, Ro- Rona Mitra. Rona Mitra. <clears throat> Rona Mitra. What year was Deep Blue Sea? Oh, you 90s? know who I think she is? Have you ever seen... Um, it's actually another like virus outbreak movie. Uh, it follows a naval the ship. The Strain. She was in The no. Strain. Oh, The Last Ship. Yeah, she's last in The Last Ship. ship. That's she's, her. She's a doctor yes. on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So she just does outbreak Oh, movies. and now I know why she looks familiar. She was in Strike Back. And she was like... Strike Back was out, and she was killed in Strike Back. Spoiler alert. Um, like, one of the one people you wouldn't think she would, would get killed because she wasn't, like, a person. She was also in your favorite, too, Stargate Universe. <laughs> um, oh, see, she was. She was in Underworld Rise of the Lycans. So, but the, if you look up, look up the Doomsday cover photo because this is my favorite character right here. Her. That one. The tattoos everywhere. They're like they're like Mad Max esque kind of thing. So I can't find a, a picture of her because she looked um a lot different in Doomsday. So go watch uh Chris says the best movie ever. I Doomsday. Loved it, so much. it was so much fun, man. Okay, I, really I can see it. it more I can see why you would say Kate Be- uh Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, exactly. So, well, Titus didn't show, so I'm sorry, because Titus, uh, man, he fell asleep. So, uh, we'll do a photo for Instagram, because I did a photo with Titus last time, but since I didn't record anything, I was like, well, we're not going to be doing that. So, (laughs) there's Andrew. Bam, it's saved. So, uh, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Andrew. And let's hope. It recorded this time. (laughs) We'll see you next time.